0: Or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast.
1: That's all things business across the state of Florida. And if you've been tuning in lately, you know that Small Biz Florida is on the road again. And we are coming to you from the Florida Rural Economic Development Summit, an incredible gathering of economic development professionals and specialists and suppliers and vendors, uh, all here to discuss uh, economic growth and economic development in Florida's rural communities. And um, we've got the expert now. He's going to explain it all to us. Why we're here, what we're talking about, uh, and why this is all so important to the future of Florida. We've got our very good friend Richard Williams, who serves as the executive director of Opportunity Florida. Richard, welcome to Small Biz Florida. I'm glad to be here. All right, listen, you're the man now. You're gonna you're gonna sum it all up for us. Um, Uh, Richard, you um, are part of uh, a coalition, so to speak, of uh, economic development organizations. You're going to explain it to us, that make up the Florida Rural Economic Development Association. And that's who's putting on the conference? Yes, it is. All right. Um, Before we get into that, let's uh, do as we always do. Uh, Let's get a little bit of your background, your pathway uh, to your current role with Opportunity Florida.
2: Well, I... uh... Grew up in a small town in northwest Florida, Uh, left and went out to Texas A&M to go to school. Was never coming back to Florida. And then I decided... (laughs) That's what we all said. That's what we all say, (laughs) yeah. So I came back and uh, worked in the timber industry for a while and eventually started a small manufacturing operation, was running that, and then had an opportunity. I was chair of our local workforce development board from the private sector side. Had a chance to go to actually to work with that board, but I was going to be on loan to this group that eventually became Opportunity Florida. So that's where I started doing economic development and I got into it really because I was looking at our rural counties, rural communities around and just realized that we were in trouble. And so I wanted to do what I could to try to help in that regard. And so eventually uh, I became the director of the organization, uh, left to actually be director of the workforce board and then through a series of different events. The Workforce Board actually started staffing Opportunity Florida, so I serve in both roles now. All
1: right, so let's start. I want to start first with the conference. Uh, this is the annual Florida Rural Economic Development Summit, uh, put on by an, or, uh, an association, the Florida uh, Rural Economic Development Association. Is there? Can I can I shorten that? What do we we call it? Frida. 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 I know who you're talking to. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what part of Florida you're from. There you go. Sure. There you go. All right. So Frida uh, is responsible. So talk first about the conference. A little bit of history on the conference. Why are we gathered here today?
2: So we started this a number of years ago. And what we were doing is we were looking at all the different events that were out there. And we realized that at a lot of events, rural was just a small part of that event. And so we were looking to create something that rural would be the focus. And we realized that there were a lot of economic developers, a lot of small business people, a lot of, of partners that we could bring together and try to share some information, share some expertise, and give our people a chance to learn with a real focus on rural, and so that's why we came together. So the three RAOs, uh, Florida created those organizations as a way to provide additional assistance in rural Florida. Uh, They realized that that the rural communities weren't necessarily uh, enjoying the same benefits as the rest of the state. So we wanted to give a little bit more incentive and and ability to, to help those counties we looked at that and instead of just working as three independent groups which we all want to help our individual communities but there was a chance to come together and help all of rural florida and so that's why we created this and it's grown we went from about 100 people the first year to we're up to 310 or so at this point. yeah week. no incredible
1: and you know i'm telling you i tell people all the time
2: listen i got a phd
1: now uh after doing uh these podcast segments i learned something every time uh we take this thing on the road but yeah, i gotta tell you after I don't know. We, we're ten segments into this conference now. You know, I really didn't understand like you're saying, and you use the acronym RIO. It's it's rural area of opportunity. Yeah, REOs. Uh, REOs. And um, I, I've I've learned that that there that we really do know. We we've, Florida's identified these rural areas, so we know exactly where they are. I had a guest on that that uh, he said there's thirty. There's thirty rural counties. So. It, it just it is. It, it's so interesting that at some point Florida said, "Okay, stop. We've got these thirty counties, and to your point, they're not enjoying the same benefits. So it all makes sense now. And I guess the sixty-four dollar question is: Could you could you really sum it up and say those thirty counties really kind of are the linchpin for the future of Florida? Is oh. that?
2: So if you look at the state of Florida and you look at the coast in particular, they're, they're very well developed. Uh, you know, salt water right. cures a lot of things is what I like to say. Right. And, and a lot of your rural communities are, are inland in Florida. They make up the spine of the state. And But you look where the available land is at. You look where available resources are at. And it, those that are available now tend to be in those rural counties. And, you know, our rural counties are not wanting to be in Orlando or Miami, but we want to make sure that we pro- can provide for our residents, our citizens, and, and we want to contribute to the growth of the state. Yeah.
1: I, I think, again, I think the word opportunity is just the key word here. I think there, you know, I, again, having been here for a day now, I really am learning that there is so
2: much opportunity uh, tucked away in these rural communities. There is. You know, we, we had a company come down from Pennsylvania over to little town of Bonifay, uh, 18 jobs is what they started off at, and they had been doing business up in Pennsylvania for a number of years, they, 20 years to be exact. They came down here in part because they liked what our governor was doing. And so we helped them through some training programs. And after two weeks of training, the workforce that we had in little old Bonifay, Florida, was out producing the same size work group in Pennsylvania. Nice. That had been on the job for 20 years. So we've got a positive workforce here. They, they know how to learn, and that's key. And in rural Florida, I think you find a lot of people that you know because of the way they grew up, they have to know how to adapt and they have to know how to learn. And I think that's something employers are really looking for. Yeah.
1: Um, and, and again, talk about the, talk about the conference. Uh, who's who's at this conference? Who comes to this
2: particular conference? Well, anybody that is anybody in rural Florida needs to be here. And, you know, you've, you've probably seen some of the presentations that we have here. And, and so really and truly, it's a who's who of, of rural Florida. Um, we tend to get, you know, county commissioners are coming in, economic developers are coming in, private sector folks are coming in from, from everything from retail to manufacturing that are here. Uh, we get, of course, state agencies and support organizations. The utilities are here. Uh, really and truly, this is the conference for me that if I need to talk to somebody about an issue in rural Florida, I have to be here because I'm going to see them at this conference.
1: What uh, are there Are there in your strategies regarding uh, rural communities? Are there
2: target sectors? Are you looking oh, yes. at
1: manufacturing? Are you so what are the target sectors?
2: And it depends on what part of the state that you're in. They may be a little bit different, but of course manufacturing is a big one for us. Uh, you know, I'm not necessarily looking for that huge manufacturing plant. I'd, I'd just as soon have a lot of smaller operations uh, for a lot of different reasons, but, but that's been a target for us. Logistics and distribution up in Northwest Florida, you know, with I-10, the way that it runs, we've got uh, connection to most of the s- Southeastern United States within a reasonable amount of time. Uh, you've got rail, you've got airports. And, and the interesting thing about Florida, especially from a rural perspective, is there is no part of rural Florida that's going to be more than an hour away from an urban area. You can't say that in most rural parts of right. the United States. Right. So you know, healthcare is obviously, I mean, we, we have a lot of the same sector demands that, that you see in other parts of the state. We just may approach it a little bit differently. All
1: right. Um. I'm an old tractor guy. Okay. Uh, I spent, uh, spent 20 years in the uh, equipment business. Uh, where is ag in all of this? Are,
2: we, uh, are they still a player with us in rural communities? Oh, yeah, of course. So I, I came out of the timber industry, You know, we took a little bit of a hit in northwest Florida whenever uh, Hurricane Michael came through. That was pretty devastating to our timber industry, and people forget that there is no insurance on timber. So that was, a, that was a hit for us, and we're recovering from that. But we've got value-added ag that's coming in, and it is still everything from the sawmills that are operating off the timber side of the fence to something like Southern Craft Creamery there in Mariana. It's a family that's got a dairy farm. They didn't necessarily like what they were getting in terms of price for their milk, so they just started creating their own ice cream. And, and you've got those kind of products. We're looking at, you know, one of my counties is the largest peanut producer in the state of Florida. Uh, one of the largest in the southeast you know we need to be looking at ways to turn that crop into a value-add product And, and that's the kind of thing that we are looking for
1: uh, talk about the, the, the concept of organic growth. Are you, is entrepreneurship a big part of this in rural communities? You, you're looking to take the, the dairy
2: farmer, what can we do with the product? You're looking to grow it organically? Oh, yeah. And, and you know, one of the things, if, you, if you've come from a rural area, you understand this. Rural people, by nature, have to be, be entrepreneurial. And so sometimes though what it is, is trying to help them understand the mechanisms that are in place and using organizations such as SBDC to help them understand these are the steps that you have to take. Because just because you've got a good idea doesn't mean you can take it to the next level. And so we get people that that come to us from from the Opportunity Florida side of the fence and part of our job is to be a convener of resources. So we wanna know the resources that are out there so that we can take that individual that that has that, that niche that they wanna take to the next step And we want to help connect them with the finance, and we want to help connect them with the individuals that can help them come up with the right business plan and understand how to market. And it's those kind of things that that we're trying to do. And and it's easier for us if we can grow somebody from within than it is to recruit somebody from outside. Is there a a
1: legacy component to these uh, uh, rural communities? Uh, You know, 50 years ago, there were manufacturing that you yeah. saw mills and you know a big ag in these rurals uh is there a legacy component here that, that they once were you know a player they kind of drifted
2: away and now we're we're going to you know reinvent the legacy communities is, is that part of this I, I, it could be in a way in that we've got a lot of those legacy industries but the thing is is they're not what they were You go in a sawmill today, uh, you go into an OSB plant. So for example, Georgia Pacific has an OSB plant over in Hossford, Florida. You can go to work there in the morning wearing a white shirt and you can leave wearing a white shirt. The first time a person may touch that product might be when it's in that that local store because the loggers that harvest the tree never touched it. It got to the mill, they never touched it. It was through equipment the whole time. We've got a textile operation up in Chipley, Florida. you know, people think of textiles, and you think of normal Ray. No, right. these these are basically CNC machines, and you have right. to have operators that understand how to do that. And that's not something that most people think about as being in, in rural Florida. Right. We've got an operation, uh, Oglesby Plant Labs, up in South Florida. Uh, they ship worldwide, and if you look at the state of Florida in terms of patents generated, they, Calhoun County, Little Calhoun County, often leads the state because they're doing tissue culture. They do plant cloning. They're developing new breeds, and of course, they're patenting them to protect them.
1: Right. Um, workforce,
2: uh,
1: hottest topic going. Uh, yep. Where are we? Where where's that conversation
2: in in your world in in rural uh, rural Florida? So, we're having some of the same issues that they're having in other places. I think the difference is, is we've got a workforce. You know, traditionally speaking, in rural areas, we've had that that lower cost workforce there and that's why people were coming to us well we've got a lot of industries that are realizing that and now they're coming in there and they're realizing hey if we're paying just a little bit more we can get the workforce we need i mentioned the company earlier that came down from pennsylvania Uh, you know whenever they hired their 18 people and when we helped them through that process when they got through with those 18 they had 100 applications on file of people they had qualified that they knew that they could hire Um, as the workforce director that's another role that i serve in our area you know, I tell I tell companies if you're treating your employees right, if you're paying a decent wage, we can find you the workforce, and and we can find you more importantly a trainable workforce. I may not have people that have necessarily worked in your industry, but it's like I learned visiting somewhere else. Uh, I don't have to know how to build a helicopter. I have to know how to put a nut and a bolt together, run a wire from point A to point B, and when we all get through doing that, we have a helicopter. So we can do a lot in rural Florida, and we do have a workforce there. You know we've got housing issues we've got to overcome, yeah. but but that's happening.
1: Well, you got a three
2: D guy, you got a three D printer yeah. guy here today. That to, was amazing. To, to come print them. That was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah, was
1: yeah. Amazing. yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a big uh, fan of and supporter of Florida's incredible uh, state college system. Yes, uh, and the Great Twenty Eight, I think. Um, how does that play? I mean, you even in rural communities, you got access to oh, yeah. certification programs, education, two-year,
2: four-year degrees? Yeah. So one of the reasons, and I hate to keep going back to the company that we, we brought down, but one of the reasons that we got them is we took them to the local community college, the Chipola College there in Mariana, Florida, smallest one in the state of Florida. They have an engineering tech program there. And when the company looked, and, and the company that I'm talking about, they make sensors that go in everything from big green eggs to SpaceX rockets. When they looked at what that little college had in place in terms of the technology for that engineering tech program, they were sold. Because the other thing that happens, especially in a rural community, is we've got the ability to tailor that program to what right. that company needs. And you don't have to be a huge company coming into a rural area to be the big dog. And, right. and you know, one of the things that we would do for those 18 jobs, we're, we're going to create a specialized training program to help you get what you need.
1: Uh, Richard, incredible work that uh, your group does, uh, Opportunity Florida. Not to be confused with the <laughs> Department of Economic Opportunity. No. Uh, this is Opportunity Florida, uh, a coalition, a partnership of, um, of three regional areas of opportunity that came together, uh, rural areas of opportunity that came together. Um, to to form the Florida uh, Rural Economic Development Association. Uh, And it's all about uh, working with those 30 counties.
2: Yes, it is. And And we work well together.
1: Nice. Um, So how does one uh, get in touch with and leverage uh, Frida?
2: Yeah. Well, the best way to do it is contact one of the three RAOs. uh, And you can get up with me at at opportunityflorida.com. We've got our website up and, and we'll be glad to talk with you. And we'll be glad also it's a bit unique in rural Florida. We'll, we'll help connect you with anywhere in rural Florida that you want to go, because when one of us wins, we all win. All
1: right. And I mean, again, I really, this is, uh, I, again, I think true to, the, true to the name of your organization, I really think this could be great opportunity for, for small business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, to leverage what is uh, available space, available property, access to infrastructure, uh, not a
2: crowded coastal community. Did, did I get all that right? Oh, you did. You did. I mean, we, we tell everybody opportunities here, and you should be, too. <laughs> Love it.
1: Uh, all right. It is uh, our good friend Richard Williams, who serves as the executive director of Opportunity Florida. It is all about uh, rural rural Florida. Uh, I've only messed it up twice so it's tough far. tough one to say. I know. It's all, it's all about rural Florida here uh, in St. Augustine. Uh, Richard, you guys uh, stand out event here. Great work. Thank you. All right. We appreciate it. Um, This is Small Biz Florida. I am Tom Kindred. Uh, It is all happening here in St. Augustine for the next couple of days. And um, it's all about rural Florida and all the opportunities. Uh, So stay tuned. More to come. This is Small Biz Florida.
0: This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred. Partners for Small Biz Florida include WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College, named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.